It wasn't pretty. And while we might have a little more clarity in the quarterback situation, Dante Moore specifically, the Bruins got the 27-13 win. Welcome to this reaction edition of the Locked On UCLA podcast. I'm Zach Anderson, Yoxheimer. Thanks for tuning in. Fresh off going to the Rose Bowl and watching what could have been a near debacle, what could have been a blowout. The Bruins end up getting the win over Coastal Carolina 27-13. to Well, let's start off with what most of y'all are probably thinking about. Dante Moore, the quarterback, comes in in relief of Ethan Garpers in key situations and leads the Bruins on a couple of touchdown drives and, for the most part, earned himself what I believe to be the starting job for at least the near-indefinite future for now with Garpers being ready on call at any moment. So what was a weak kind of question, a lot of question marks coming in. What was the quarterback play count going to look like, right? Garber's going in, named the starter. Moore would play. He did play. And Schley, we expected him to play, and he just didn't get in the game. Chip Kelly post-game comment said, Colin not getting in the game is on me. You will see him play, which is either going to be coach gamesmanship for the future, or that means, hey, we're probably going to start Dante for the future, but to get that dual threat action and take less of the load off of Moore's shoulders, as we could clearly see the reason why maybe Chip Kelly didn't start him initially, but also the reason why Dante is exciting when the crowd was so excited when he got in the game, they're going to do different things. So where was the good, the bad, and everything in between as UCLA held on to beat Coastal Carolina by a couple of scores? Well, for the quarterbacks, I think we got a clear answer. We got some understanding as to what goes in the mind of Chip Kelly, right? You have a lot of question marks, maybe people on social media, maybe different ideas. Why isn't Dante Moore starting after the whole Dante to LA saga in December of last year, leading to him to flip from Oregon and commit and sign with UCLA, only for him to lose the lose, quote unquote, not win the job outright to Ethan Garbers. Well, we could see Garbers in the pocket. Okay. While there's a talent disparity in my mind, there's also knowledge of the playbook, which Garbers has, but more just has this innate ability to put the ball on a dime when he's not skittish with his feet facing the pressure in certain play calling situations where UCLA probably didn't always have the best call dialed up against the coastal Carolina blitz in certain situations. Uh, just game awareness, I think, overall for the coaching staff leading into who was in at quarterback probably led to some se- success or lack thereof for both quarterbacks, where both guys, Ethan Garbers and Dante Moore, combined to throw three picks. With that being said, I think Moore, clearly when he was in and led that touchdown drive in the first half, a lot more energy. The crowd was just buzzing. It's just a different feeling. And for an empty crowd of about 44,000, when we're expecting and hoping those tarps to come off later this year, I think with Dante Moore starting, and I know NC Central is next in terms of the home schedule, Dante is the answer. 7 of 12, 143 yards, two touchdowns, and I don't even think this would be a question if Dante Moore didn't throw that interception in the end zone, which kind of kept the door open for Coastal Carolina in that fourth quarter. What won me over was when Coastal missed that 55-yard field goal, I don't know why they didn't go for it on fourth down, whatever. 62-yard play action, dime to J. Michael Sturdivant, and UCLA was off and rolling. That pretty much won the game. Those couple of touchdown drives, more just working himself down the field and pretty much didn't have an errant moment until we saw him make his freshman mistake with the pick in the end zone when the Bruins were in field goal position. So overall, 
one big moment. I think we figured out who UCLA starting quarterback could and should be for week two. That doesn't mean Chip Kelly might do something different, but Dante more clearly has the talent. And I think Garbers will play again. There's, I, there's no way Garbers does not see the field again. We will see Colin Schley in some sort of action promised by Chip Kelly, but this is still a battle that is yet to be solidified. Uh, it just might come out with more as the first snap guy, as Chip Kelly might say, as when he named Garber starter, because there's clearly a different buzz with him at quarterback, TJ Harden running the football, and the Bruins just look like a different machine in the fourth quarter and later on when Moore took some snaps in some key moments of that game, delivering a big dive to J. Michael Sturdivant, which got the game from uh-oh to UCLA's incomplete control. Another thing that stood out to me was the defense. It wasn't a dominant defensive performance. Coastal Carolina certainly left a lot on the table in this game. But then I looked and did a little more research, right? Well, I saw it was tweeted, I believe, by Gavin Carlson about how, or the Daily Bruin, how Grayson McCall had never thrown two picks in a single game. This is a guy who came in with nearly 80 touchdowns passing and eight interceptions through multiple years of starting 2020 21 22 to eight picks a guy that's 70 percent what i forget what ridiculous percentage he has in terms of a completion percentage the bruins kept him well below his marks kept him contained as i hoped and slowing him down he threw two picks in a game for the first time in his career in the grayson mccall era when he was starting and not injured that's key when he was actually playing the game this was their lowest scoring performance with Grayson McCall as the quarterback for the entirety of the game, if not playing the whole game. I know last year they got blown out by AM, but that was when Jarrett Guest was the QB. So the Bruins came out and handed, yes, a new head coach and maybe a different system. That can be talked about too. And it's not like the Bruins are overly dominant defensively. I'm not going to sit here and spew that nonsense to you. But when the game was on the line, in a close game, one-point game, a one-score game in the fourth quarter, it was Jalen Davies who got a pick. It was John Humphrey who came up with a spectacular interception up the sideline right after the Bruins had coughed up the ball in their own right, and that solidified the game. They made the plays in the fourth quarter against the quarterback who was basically destined to be Power 5 NIL-driven only for him to shockingly come back to Coastal Carolina and dominate the Sun Belt. So I think the Bruins, compared to their 2022 opener, a lot left to be desired in this one, certainly. But the defense made some plays. Yes, they forced three turnovers, a lot of those late. The Davies interception, the Humphrey interception, and the late strip sack. Uh, I believe it was Murphy who made the big play. Gabriel Murphy, another standout, who had three tackles for loss. And Leatu Latu, who claimed, I believe, to want 15 sacks this year, has two in game one. I didn't think he was necessarily overly dominant. I didn't really look too hard at his tape and all the different get-offs from the line, his jumps from the line of scrimmage. But I will say I'll look at that before we talk about the, on the next episode of Locked On UCLA what that Latu did. But he got a couple of sacks, was impactful, and what was the most frustrating? I don't have the number in front of me right now. I know you guys will probably put it in there, but the amount of penalties for the Bruins: eight penalties, fifty-five yards. Nothing truly detrimental in terms of big yardage right because that's about five yards per penalty whatever it is a couple of offsetting penalties here and there 
But the amount of times they jumped offside, at least five or six times. I don't have it off the top of my head because I was at the game and not keeping count. I was groaning like the rest of you UCLA fans at home, listening, watching, if you could watch it, or if you're in the stadium like the rest of us there at the Rose Bowl, watching this team just make countless countless mistakes. It was a lot to it. Just different guys jumping offside for no reason whatsoever when they can clearly have good jumps if they just wait a split second, you watch the football as opposed to jumping offside. That was very frustrating. A glaring, glaring error for UCLA to jump offsides that many times. In the end, it didn't hurt them because they still held Coastal Carolina to their worst offensive performance with McCall at quarterback, forcing two picks, forcing three turnovers from McCall, grinding it, de- grounding, grinding out the game, and just knocking him out basically at the end of the game in terms of just dominating this one in an exciting one special teams a fun one because i talked about one of the keys to the game was not make a special teams mistake no special teams disasters uh in a a year where the bruins were placing their their quarterback starting receivers starting tailback right and here they are with the likes of a new kicker and a new punter New returners for the most part. What's going to happen? Well, the mistakes came on the way of Coastal Carolina. A punt return that was caught inside the 20 on a booming 57-yard punt by Will Powers, the transfer punter. And the Bruins brought down the returner at the one-yard line. And that was a key mistake for Coastal Carolina. I know they still move the football, but that changes the game as opposed to letting that go through the back of the end zone. So two cup, two punts from Powers. I said the Bruins needed two or less punts. He put two inside in his two punts inside the 20-yard line. R.J. Lopez, the kicker, two for two field goals-wise, and he made a 47-yarder. So currently perfect in all his kicks. The Bruins didn't make any mistakes for the most part on kickoffs or punt returns. You know, they didn't truly do anything disastrous other than getting a couple of scrums at the end of plays at the end of some kickoffs. But for the likes of Coast Carolina, two missed kicks, the bad punt return. And I know it's a lot to ask their kicker to make a 55-yarder when I'm not sure if he has the leg, the accuracy to do so in a big spot in the fourth quarter when they should have just gone forward on fourth down. But in the end, the Bruins very clean on special teams for game one. The penalties must be cleaned up. The turnovers have to be get cleaned up when it comes to all the quarterbacking. For the Bruins to be successful, you can't turn it over three times. And they were able to get past that. Most importantly. The most dominant force on the field was J. Michael Sturdivant, who made some big plays, had at least a total of five receptions, 136 yards, one touchdown, multiple ridiculous catches down the sideline, the 62-yard bomb, where Moore put it in the breadbasket, and Sturdivant ran down for a touchdown. Everything in between, a lot to be excited about. A game where Coastal Carolina easily could have won this. I'm going to be honest with you guys. They could have won this and maybe should have won it with what was given in front of them. The Bruins also could have easily, should have easily won this game by more than two scores, three or four, if they didn't throw an early pick by Garbers in the beginning of the game. If they went down and were up 14-0, this could be a game the Bruins won in the laugher, and we're not even talking about this. But in the end, I think the biggest thing is Dante Moore has earned himself a start next week. Chip Kelly already said in the postgame, yeah, we're going to see a lot more of Dante Moore. Should see Schley and Garbers will have to work a lot, whether it's mentoring Moore or earning himself back into the foray 
as a starting quarterback option for the rest of 2023 as he tries to earn himself more PT in what's going to be a week-in, week-in battle, week-in, week-out battle until the Pac-12. More of the quarterback. J. Michael Sturdivant is the man. Danton Lynn's debut as the D coordinator. You know, I'm not going to say the defense was dominant, but it was some good stuff. Special teams was clean. And most importantly, you get the win. We're going to go more into grades and everything in the next episode of Locked On UCLA. Yeah, hey, the Bruins got it done. So that's why UCLA fans, you should be out at the next game when they play NC Central. But I have to make one last shout out because Coast Carolina's DB, their safety, Clayton Isbell, three picks. He had all three picks. I was going to, I made a note to mention that and I was almost going to forget it. Clayton Isbell, I know Grayson McCall is a gamer. He's a stud. We'll talk, we, you know, I've talked about him all week. Clayton Isbell, three interceptions in this game. Moore and Garbers, all three picks, went to Isbell. Isn't that remarkable? And he led the team in tackles. Nine tackles, five solo, three picks for Coastal Carolina. So got to shout him out because he was a straight baller for the Chanticleers. Straight baller. But if you're UCLA fans, they got to knock out the Aztecs. We'll get a whole week to talk about that. And another thing, if you want to become a diehard Bruin at the Rose Bowl, you need to go to game time. Get your next ticket at for UCLA and say, hey, Join us in the Rose Bowl. Get excited because, hey, you're, you're going to want to see Dante Moore start if and when he does so for the rest of the season, at least in the first couple of games in the non-conference. It's the place for last-minute ticket deals. If you don't believe me, you can forget your planning months in advance. Doesn't mean doesn't need that. Game time is deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Like you could have gone to the game right now in the game one, week one, week three, you should do the same thing. Get your exclusive flash deals on game time. The game time guarantee means you'll always have the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, game time will credit you for 110% of the difference. Download the game time app, create an account, use the promo code locked on college. Again, that's locked on college for $20 off your first order. Terms apply, create an account locked on college for $20 off your first order. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, Lowest price guaranteed. Well, I'm Zach Enders, Yoxheimer. Your UCLA Bruins are 1-0, and it will be an exciting, frustrating, and entertaining season to do so. Dante Moore made some moments. J. Michael Sturdivant made some plays. And the defense, for the most part, actually got the job done. Hands up, Bruins fans. Eight clap time, baby. And one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. U C L A. UCLA fight, fight, fights. This has been... Locked on UCLA. Go Bruins.